Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yo, it's Keith Smith, Atlanta Falcons fullback, and you're listening to Pro Football Chase Podcast. This is Jamon Bushrod, pro bowler, Super Bowl champion. You're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, it's Jimmy Ward. You're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Packers wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scanling. It's the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hello, this is center Nick Martin for the Houston Texans, and you're listening to Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, it's Willie Gay Jr., Chiefs linebacker, and you're listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Keith Kirkwood, wide receiver, number 19 for the Carolina Panthers, and you're uh, listening to the podcast of Pro Football Chase. Hey, everyone. It's Chris Wormley here, Steelers defensive lineman, uh, and you guys are listening to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Hey, what's up? It's Browns linebacker, Jacob Phillips, and we're live on the Chase Podcast. All right, what's going on, y'all? This is Shannon Southern, number 39 for the Green Bay Packers, and you're tuning in to Pro Football Chase. Let's go. Good morning, football fans. It's Isaac Sines on the Pro Football Chase Podcast. Today I am joined by NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy as we preview Week 2's matchups. Now a quick bio blast on Worthy. He was a second-round pick in the 2012 NFL Draft by the Packers. He went on to have stints with the Patriots, Chiefs, Lions, Bills, and Buccaneers. Now Jarrell, like myself, is also a big-time Cowboys fan, so I appreciate you <laughs> joining the show, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, bro. Don't you start off the show with that loud, man. Like, okay. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just stating nah. facts here. They need to know. Man, okay, so growing up, yes, my father was a huge Cowboys fan, but as time went on, man, and as I grow older and become a little bit more wiser, I started to understand. I nah, don't that, go uh, there, man. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, you know what? Let's leave it at that. Let, I mean, we know everybody knows you're a Cowboy fan deep in the heart, as I do, so... We're going to go ahead and, uh, and get going, man, with these games. I'm excited for another week of football, and it's been crazy uh, leading up to you know the offseason with COVID, and we weren't sure, man, if there was going to be NFL football, but thanks to the protocols that have been put in place, everything looks like it's a go, and we have football for week number two after wrapping up week one. So it all starts 
On Thursday night, Thursday Night Football NFL Network, it's a battle of Ohio. The Cincinnati Bengals will be playing the Cleveland Browns. This is in Cleveland. So, Jarrell, you know that both of these teams are coming off week one losses. Joe Burrow looks solid in his NFL debut. And now the Browns, man, getting walloped by 32 points to the Baltimore Ravens. What are your quick thoughts on this matchup? Uh, Quick thoughts are that um, I think Joe Burrow is going to have an opportunity to elevate himself this week. I think he's going to continue to get better. Um, A.J. Green has to show up a little bit more in the stat sheet. I think he wants that big deal next year, so he's going to have to show up uh, a little bit more on the stat sheet. But uh, realistically for me, it's the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the, they, these guys have to come out with the, with the type of mindset um, in which a, a team that's desperate, in which they are, because they got Molly Wap that first week. So they definitely have to come out, man, because they have all the superstars on paper and they have to uh, bounce back. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns as well, Jarrell. The one thing that I do worry about is this Cleveland team, we've seen it time and time again. They started this year with a loaded roster once again. It looks like Odell Beckham Jr. is looking a little frustrated. Baker Mayfield quite hasn't had a good training camp, and it is spilled over into week one against the Baltimore Ravens. But I just cannot fathom how one team can have such a stacked roster on both sides of the ball and then get blown out by 32 points. Don't get me wrong. I know the Ravens are a tier one squad, but there is simply no excuse. I know they have a brand new head coaching staff with Kevin Stefanski. So I still have a lot of uneasiness with the Cleveland Browns and the Bengals, to their credit. They are on the rise. Joe Burrow looked good. So this could very easily go the Bengals way, but I'm going to take the Browns. 27 to 17, Jarrell. Yeah, so you know, 27-17 is always a good a, a good score. I think that the offense has to come out and, and, and put up more points. Uh Baker Mayfield has to throw for more than 200 yards. Uh this, you know, starting out week one under 200 yards, 189 and an interception. That's just not gonna get it done, man. So for me personally, I think the Browns are gonna come out and make a statement. Um, but I actually have it a little bit lower scoring game. I have it winning uh, 24 to 13. Jaguars at Titans. How about Minshew Mania, Jarrell? You called it out last season. You were a supporter of Minshew and the stash, and they go out there and knock off the Colts week one. The Titans coming off probably one of the ugliest wins you'll see in the NFL with Steven Gostikowski missing all those field goals. So this is another game where the Jaguars may Maybe can squeak out another surprising win. What do you think? Man, uh, well, if Minshew is coming in only missing one uh, one uh, completion on the day, man, he's he's definitely going for 19 for 20. I definitely give the, the Jaguars an opportunity. But for me, I think the Titans have the, the formula that they need in order to win games. Um, you know, Tannehill looks solid his first route out. Um, they have the running game and the play action pass uh, to go along with it. Uh, for me, I thought the Jaguars were tanking, so I don't know what they're doing right now. <laughs> I <laughs> like think we all do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, but maybe maybe Minshew out there just ain't trying to – he wants to go down with a fight, uh, go down with a fight, man. So I'm still going to take the Titans, man, but I'm going to take them in a, in a, in a, uh, a low-scoring game of 17 to 10. I'm going to take the Titans, too. Because Derrick Henry owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
the last two or three matchups, he has gone off against Jacksonville. They'll be at home. They're coming off a win. Ryan Tannehill looked good. Again, Arthur Smith in that offense. They're really turning into a potent offense, which is what Tennessee has lacked for a long time. Now you got Corey Davis, who was once a top five pick. He's healthy. He showed off what he can do against Denver. And then, of course, A.J. Brown. I think it's too much. I think the Titans pull this one off 24-13, limiting the Jaguars to just that amount because of that defense led by Jeffrey Simmons and Jadavian Clowney. Now we're going to go on to the next matchup here. The Panthers at the Buccaneers. Jarrell Tom Brady, his debut was not really thrilling on his standards. The Saints throttled them at the Mercedes Superdome. So you know this is another divisional matchup for the Buccaneers. You pointed out to me earlier this week that Tampa's secondary is a little bit of a concern. What do you think about these two teams? Yeah, man, that Tampa Bay secondary is, is definitely a concern for me. And then also, really, realistically, the the injury of Mike Evans, like he was out there last week, but he uh, he did he had a touchdown catch, uh, but but it wasn't he wasn't as effective uh, in the passing game. And, and Tom Brady needs this guy to be able to score points and to open up the field for Rob Gronkowski down the middle. Um, but defensively, it's their secondary. Uh, Carolina put up some points against uh, not Oakland, but the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, uh, pardon me, but I think, you know, the Carolina Panthers showed that they can throw the ball down the field. Uh, Robbie Anderson had over 100 yards uh, receiving. And so, you know, if I'm Tampa Bay, man, I definitely need to come to play this week. But I think Tom Brady's not not going to let this team go down 0-2 and especially uh, go 0-2 in the division. So I have Tampa – uh, putting up some points this uh, this week, winning in the score of 31 to 20. Well, so far we are on the same page with our picks. I have the Bucks taking this one again. Just too much talent on Tampa's squad. I think Brady and that offense, they get going again. Look for Leonard Fournette to have an increased workload. While I was pretty impressed with Teddy Bridgewater's debut with the Carolina Panthers, I feel like Tampa will be ready to play. The defense will be looking to make a statement after getting gashed by the Saints. So give me Tampa Bay 31 to 20 in a rather comfortable affair over the Carolina Panthers. Now another good one here. Broncos at Steelers. The Steelers came out and they walloped the Giants. That defense, Jarrell, they are the real deal. When you got TJ Watt, Bud Dupree coming off the edge. Who do you have winning this one? Oh, I'm still gonna I'm gonna stick with Pittsburgh. I think Big Ben looks good. I think these guys are, are looking to pick up where they left off. Um, Snell Jr. last week uh, was very impressive. Um, once once the, the injury to Connor went down, uh, once the running back went down, and um, he had an opportunity to fill in, he was very effective in their running game. And Big Ben looks like, you know, the Big Ben of old, um, except for, um, you know, the injury to Von Miller really, really hurt the Denver Broncos. Even though they had some pressure last week, um, offensively, they just ha- they're not able to score enough points. And defensively, I just don't think they can keep up with Big Ben. So, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have an opportunity to continue to keep moving forward. So I'm going to have them winning um, in a score of 28 to 17. I too have the Steelers winning this one 27 to 16 over the Broncos. In the end, the defense will be too overpowering for Drew Locke in Denver's offense. Plus, they're going to be without Phillip Lindsay for the next couple of weeks with turf toe. Big Ben looked good. I look for him to continue that success, especially with a banged up secondary. AJ Boye also expected to miss some extended time with a dislocated shoulder. Now we'll move on to the NFC, the Rams who are coming off a week one victory over the Dallas Cowboys, taking on those Philadelphia Eagles who dropped game one to the Washington 
football team. Jarrell, who's going to take this one? Uh, man, it, it's – I think before the season I would have took Philadelphia in this matchup, but, you know, we're realistically with the, what the Rams have done last week and the the horrendous performance by the offensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles um, and their opener against Washington giving up eight sacks. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams, man. I think Aaron Donald proved that, I mean, he's here to stay as far as defensive player of the year. Um, the amount of pressure that he was able to have last week, um, especially against a, a, an offensive line that, that we thought that, uh, that would uh, uh, essentially be better than this Philadelphia offensive line. And so I think, um, you know, he's going to continue his hot streak. And I, and I look for the Rams to come in um, and squeeze out a victory, though, 17-14. Uh, to 14. Yeah, this game, I was really on the fence looking at it on paper because I would have gone with the Eagles too. I'm with you there because I really do think this Eagles squad has potential to be another good team and contend for the NFC East. But again, we all know how dominant Aaron Donald is for the Rams. He single-handedly wrecked the Dallas Cowboys offensive line in week one. And now Philadelphia, who they've dealt with injuries, of course, they had to kick Peters back out to left tackle. I think that's going to be a major issue for Carson Wentz is keeping him upright. And then they're banged up on defense. Brandon Graham's in concussion protocol. Vinnie Curry to IR. So I'm going to take the Rams to win this one. But it will be close. 21-17. I think Jared Goff and Sean McVay's offense do just enough in the fourth quarter to lead them to victory. So I'll take the Rams there. Next game, we have the 49ers at the Jets. Both teams took a loss in week number one. What do you think about this game? Um, Le'Veon Bell's on IR. I think uh, that, you know, that hurts them tremendously. Um, They're playing the uh, defending NFC uh, champions um, in the San Francisco 49ers. And so I think uh, the San Francisco 49ers are going to come in and, and thrash the New York Jets this week. Um, I think the Jets should be happy that a lot of fans aren't going to be in the stands because the 49ers should be angry from their performance last week against Kyler Murray, giving him almost 100 yards rushing um, and giving up 10, uh, 10 receptions to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And so I think the 49ers are going to they're going to come in with something to prove and the Jets are, are going to have to just take it on the chin. man. I think the Jets. The 49ers are going to win tremendously, man. I have them winning uh, in a score of 31-17. to 17. Yeah, I'm with you now. I will say this, Jarrell. The 49ers are a little bit banged up. George Kittle suffered that left knee sprain. And then you got Richard Sherman going to IR this morning. So they made that signing of Mohamed Sanu last night. I still believe that San Francisco is going to go in to MetLife Stadium and knock up the Jets. Pretty bad. I think their defense with Nick Bosa, of course, coming off the end. D. Ford and Eric Armstead. That front seven is going to be too dominant for a Jets makeshift offensive line that's still trying to get their bearings. Give me the Niners 34-17 to and a blowout win. Now we'll go on to the AFC East, a game with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. The Bills looked really good in week one. Dolphins, not so much. Fitzpatrick still going to be the starter for Miami. I have Buffalo taking this one, Jarrell. 31-16 to over Miami. I think Fitzpatrick's going to have another rough day at the office with that secondary. And, of course, Josh Allen is continuing to improve his play. So what do you think about this one? Hey, so I'm looking for my dog, Fitzmagic. He's not gonna come in for the upset, so don't don't let me start you off. <laughs> I know that Fitz gonna Fitz is gonna come in. He's gonna make 
um, a tremendous amount of plays in which the uh, Buffalo Bills are not necessarily ready for uh, uncoachable things. And I think um, at the end of the day, the, he's going to put up a fight as much as he can, um, especially against his former uh, former team. Um, but I do have the Bills uh, winning um, in a score of 24 to 21. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. Um, this uh, Miami defense is a little bit better than what people are giving them credit for. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it's still going to be Buffalo winning. All right, both got the Bills there. Now Vikings at Colts. Both of these teams lost week one as well. And Minnesota, they're without Daniel Hunter. He's on IR. Colts, Phillip Rivers. I'm going to take Minnesota to win this one. 34-27. I actually think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think both offenses are going to look to get back on track. Kirk Cousins, Phillip Rivers, we all know he can sling the ball. It's just the turnovers that end up being his Achilles heel. Minnesota has some young corners, so I do think Indianapolis will have some success, especially through the air. Of course, Marlon Max on IR with the torn Achilles, so it'll be Jonathan Taylor's show for the Colts, but I think Minnesota walks away with the victory here. Yeah, I, I would agree with you as far as the Minnesota victory, but I do think that the, uh, the game won't be as close as, as people predict. I think Minnesota's going to have a, a better opportunity to bounce back. I mean, you know, playing Aaron Rodgers uh, week one, uh, no preseason games, it's going to be tough for anybody. And so I think, you know, having an opportunity to go up against one of the most elite quarterbacks and then you move on to another elite quarterback, but in some similar, uh, in some differences you have a little bit more success. I think Mike Zimmer is going to have a great game plan for Phillip Rivers, and I, I look for the Minnesota Vikings to um, to win by uh, thir- uh, by at least 13 points. So I've got them winning uh, 33 to 20. Now we're going to talk about one of your favorite teams, Drill, the Packers, who come off a big time win in the division over the Vikings, as we just mentioned. They're going to play the Lions. They're at home at Lambeau Field. The Lions had a brutal loss with a drop from their rookie running back, DeAndre Swift. They ended up dropping that one to the Chicago Bears. Who are you going to have to win this game? I'm going to stick with the Green Bay Packers. I think, you know, the uh, the opening game and what they were able to do against Dalvin Cook in that rushing attack in Minnesota, uh, the pressure that they were able to put on Kirk Cousins and uh, just really how the offense looked, the comfortability they looked. I think that um, I would have loved to see Adrian Peterson in a Green Bay jersey instead of a Lions jersey, but um, I think at the end of the day, uh, the Packers have enough. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, on both sides of the ball to get it done. So I've got them winning 34 uh, to 23. 34-23. I will also go with Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, this is a guy that, was talked about all offseason, especially after the pick of Jordan Love in the first round. They didn't draft any wide receivers to help him either. And boy, week one, he came out soaring, and he looks like he has reached that peak performance level that we're all accustomed to seeing. And I think that's a dangerous sight for opposing defenses. Give me Green Bay to win this game 27-17 to over the Detroit Lions. I look for Green Bay's offense to continue functioning at a high level as well as that young defense under Mike Pettin. Now we're on to another noon kickoff, and this is another marquee game just because of the firepower on both sides. The Atlanta Falcons, the Dallas Cowboys. I want to hear your thoughts on this game. Man, you should feel good about this game, man. Going into this game, you should feel good. Uh, you have Zeke uh, back there. He's definitely a, a great safety net for you guys. Um, the way he was able to run the football last week, um, going for over four yards to carry, um, almost toting 100 yards on the, down the day and having two touchdowns. I think, you know, that's a great safety net for you guys. Um, the, the late uh, offensive pass interference call can also be a positive for you guys. You know, going into the week, um, you know, coach – is talking about the things in which we did well, and I know that we lost a tough game. So I think that the Dallas Cowboys are going to come out very enthusiastic. Now the, uh, the, the the Atlanta Falcons, on the other hand, they got a lot of things to shore up, man. Uh, their their run defense, their pass defense, and and just realistically, what their identity is. I think that they need to they need to become a little bit tougher, and and they have to bow their necks a little bit more. But I'd have the Dallas Cowboys winning. Um, I have Zeke coming in and being the vocal point of the offense this week and uh, just establishing their dominance because the offensive line got really demolished last week. So I'm going to have the the Dallas Cowboys winning uh, 27-23. to Man, Jarrell, I love hearing that, man. I mean, trust me, I want the Cowboys to win this one. But it kind of does scare me a little bit because Atlanta, I know that they have their own issues on defense. But what does concern me is Grady Jarrett, Tack McKinley, We know Donald, yes, that guy's on another level, but Grady Jarrett's a Pro Bowl defensive tackle, and the way Dallas' offensive line was really taken advantage of in the interior, and then, of course, you got Terrence Steele, an undrafted free agent, starting at right tackle until Lyle Collins returns from injured reserve. So I do have some worries that Atlanta's going to be able to do something similar to what the Rams did But Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, he looked good. And I feel like Dak Prescott and this receiving trio of Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb will end up having a field day against a secondary in Atlanta that's still trying to get things sorted out. So I think this is a high-scoring game from both teams. I'll take Dallas to win by a field goal, 30-27. to But it will be a nail-biter as Cowboys games typically are. Now we're going to move on to the Giants at Bears. The Giants lost to the Steelers. The Bears were victorious over the Lions. So, Jarrell, these are two teams that really don't have a potent offense. So what are you looking for in this matchup? I'm looking for uh, Saquon Barkley to get the ball 30-plus uh, times. I think, you know, the, the Detroit Lions proved that they can run the football last week against the Chicago Bears, which, you know, the Chicago Bears aren't 
necessarily known for getting the ball ran on. They're they're usually known for having a stout defense, a stout front seven. Um, and so Adrian Peterson and those guys really took advantage of that last week. And 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 Saquon has to redeem himself, man. I mean, he had under five yards. He had under five yeah. yards rushing last week. And, uh, you know, and the only thing that we talk about is that highlight, that screen that he had um, in the open field in which he jumped over the guy. And so I think at the end of the day, he has to reestablish himself. The Giants have to reestablish themselves because they really got beat up on the front line um, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but I'm looking for the Chicago Bears. I think, you know, Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky has finally found some confidence, I think. Um, after coming back last week and finally, you know, uh, proving to himself that he can win an NFL game uh, through the air, I think that he's going to have a lot of confidence coming into this game. So I think the Bears are going to uh, be ecstatic and uh, put into uh, a play a, a really substantial game plan. So I think they're gonna they're gonna win uh, in a score of 24 to 18. Yeah, we're pretty close on this one. I'm taking the Bears as well. The defense led by Khalil Mack. It's going to be too much to overcome for the Giants. Daniel Jones, we know that he had some flashes. Saquon Barkley was non-existent on the ground game because of that Pittsburgh front. It doesn't get any easier for them going up against the Chicago defensive front seven that is just as dominant with that firepower. Of course, Danny Trevathan, Roquan Smith, that linebacker. Chicago will win this one in a rather low-scoring game, I feel. 20-14. to 14. The Giants will hang around but Chicago will get the job done. The Washington football team, who, by the way, are leaders in the NFC East after week one, going on to take the Cardinals, who pulled off a big-time win over the San Francisco 49ers, led by Kyler Murray. This matchup is going to be really good. I'm looking forward to seeing how this front seven of Washington goes against Arizona. Jarrell, I have Arizona taking this one still, though, because of the fact of DeAndre Hopkins, the man, went off after getting paid. And we know Cliff Kingsbury has done a nice job of getting this offense in a rhythm with Kenny and Drake as well. I think in the end, the defense for the Cardinals makes some plays. Chandler Jones off the edge. I'll take the Cardinals 24-13. Man, uh, I think you're giving the Arizona Cardinals a lot of credit, man. They played very well last week. I think that they had an opportunity to come out of the gate. Um, and get a division win against a, a very solid division opponent in the San Francisco 49ers. I just think that this Washington team under Ron Rivera has a lot to prove, man. I think that these guys are coming out. Um, they're coming out the gates firing. Uh, their performance that they put on last week against the Philadelphia Eagles, the eight sacks that they were able to have, the pressure that was coming up the middle and off the edge against Wentz. And so I think that these guys are going to be excited. They're going to be very uh, – they're going to be very amped up to, to get a, a guy like Colin Murray because he was able to, to scamper all over the place last week. And, and so I think the game is going to be a lot closer than what people give, uh, that people are going to be expecting. Uh, but I think the Arizona Carters are still going to come out. Uh, but I'm going to have them squeaking out a late game field goal, 20-17. to 17. All right, now on to the two 425 p.m. Eastern Time games. First one being the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Both teams are 1-0 after week number one. This is an intriguing matchup just because of L.A.'s defense and the secondary they pose with Chris Harris, Casey Hayward. We know Doran James was lost for the season, so that's a big loss. But that front 7-2, Melvin Ingram, and of course, Joey Bosa going up against Patrick Mahomes. Jarrell, who do you like in this matchup? It's tough to root against the Chiefs at the moment, uh, especially with all the firepower that they have. I think that the uh, the defense of the the San Diego, uh, of the L.A. Chargers, in, in which they have Casey Hayward and Chris uh, Chris Harris on the outside, 
really gives them confidence that they can stick with the speedier guys that they have. But the X factor is going to be Travis Kelsey in the middle, and they don't necessarily have a safety or a guy athletic enough to be able to keep up with a, a Travis Kelsey going across the middle. And so I think that that's really where there's going to be a matchup difference. And, I, and that's where tra- uh, that's where the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take advantage. And so I'm going to have, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think Anthony Lynn is going to come with a phenomenal game plan, but I think that the, the Kansas City Chiefs are still going to have an opportunity to uh, be victorious. So I have him winning the score 37 to 31. I do believe this game is going to be close for the first couple of quarters, maybe three quarters. I think the Chargers defense will keep them in the ball game, Jarrell. But in the end, I just know and we all know that this Chiefs offense is loaded with playmakers. I think that's going to be the difference. And in the fourth quarter, when that defense is a little bit worn out for the Chargers, I think Mahomes will strike again and they'll open up a 31-17 victory over the Chargers. But don't sleep on L.A. I do think that they can keep this one competitive just because of what Gus Bradley and the defense can pose for Kansas City. Now on to the other 425 game, the Ravens and the Texans. And the Texans, of course, lost to the Chiefs. Ravens dominated the Browns. Jarrell, who are you going to take in this game? I'm going to take the Ravens to continue their hot streak. I think that these guys are coming out the gate uh, defensively uh, ready to go. Uh, the, the addition of Calais Campbell and Derek Wolfman is, is definitely going to be, I mean, it's it's going to be proven to be one of the biggest uh, free agent signings of the year just because they are allowing their secondary to do what they do best and, and to cover guys. And, and realistically, offensively, they can't. They, it's it's very tough for teams to keep up with these guys. And so I think that the Ravens are going to come in and win by double digits. I have them winning in a score of uh, 28 to 13. It is really hard to go against the Ravens right now because that secondary, Jarrell, I think they're probably one of the best secondaries in the league. When you got Marlon Humphrey, Jimmy Smith, and Marcus Peters back there, of course, Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott, and then that defensive line, Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf, and Brandon Williams, it's just... It, the list goes on and on, and, and the Texans clearly trading away DeAndre Hopkins. They are lacking that real big-time threat at wide receiver. We know they have Will Fuller, they have Kenny Stills, Brandon Cooks, but they are still missing that big-time impact wide receiver and the offensive line. They're still trying to get things in order, and I just feel like Baltimore is going to be way too strong of a team on both sides of the ball. Of course, Lamar Jackson coming out, picking up where he left off from that MVP campaign. Baltimore will overwhelm the Texans and Deshaun Watson. They'll take it 34-20, to winning by a couple of possessions. So I'm looking forward to watching that game. Now, Jarrell, the nightcap, it's going to be an interesting one. We're going to have Cam Newton, the New England Patriots, taking on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks on NBC. And we know Cam Newton, he came out, got that win, rushed for a couple of touchdowns. Wilson lit it up against Atlanta. When you look at this matchup, who are you leaning more towards? I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. I think, you know, Seahawks being at home, I know this isn't the 12th man of normal where they have the fans screaming everywhere, but it's Russell Wilson's year, man. The way he's come out and, and the display he's been able to put on is, is astronomical. So I think these guys, uh, every time he plays the Patriots, I'm sure that Russell Wilson is going to be licking his chops, man, to have an opportunity to go out there and redeem himself for uh, – for the interception of old. And so I think that it's going to come out and, and the Seahawks are going to boast to uh, be victorious this weekend. And 
And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing both Cam Newton and uh, Russell Wilson have phenomenal games. And so I'm going to put up uh, the Seahawks uh, winning uh, in a score of uh, 33 uh, to 28. Man, you know what, Jarrell? This is the first game that you and I disagree. I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. And I know my gut. I think I, I want to say the Seahawks. And, of course, last week on with Arthur Motes, I have Russell Wilson as my MVP pick. And I think this guy is going to continue to play at a super at a supreme high level but I feel like New England has a shot to win this game one of course with no crowd there at CenturyLink that's a big factor obviously but New England I think if they can control the time of possession with that offensive line with that ground game Cam Newton included Sony Michelle they have plenty of running backs that can get in there and can just grind out yards of course a big possession receiver in Nikhil Harry and defensively New England still got some solid playmakers. They're younger, obviously, with some of the losses due to COVID-19 opt-outs, but they still got Stephon Gilmore out there. They still have McCourty twins. I actually like New England to come out and win this game 24-16. I think Bill Belichick has something up his sleeve. They're going to win it based on coaching and controlling the ball at the line of scrimmage. So New England comes out on top. How about that, Jarrell? No, no, man. I don't know if I agree with that, bro. I just think that Russell Wilson and what he's been able to do has just been phenomenal. I think the Seahawks and uh, and them coming out at home is going to be great. And I just think that Pete Carroll is going to have a phenomenal game plan for the Seahawks. I think that they understand what it what it what it takes to 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 play against a mobile quarterback, and uh, they understand that the Patriots have to be ahead of the chains in order to have that type of success. Um, we know that. You know, Russell Wilson is going to be he's a guy that can complete a third and 20. Uh, you know, I haven't necessarily seen Cam Newton be able to throw his way out of situations like that. And so I think at the end of the day, uh, it bodes well for the Seahawks. All right. You're rolling with Seattle. I'm going with the upset with the New England Patriots. Now we're going to talk about the final game of week number two, Monday Night Football, New Orleans Saints going to Las Vegas for the inaugural game there. The Raiders 1-0 as well. So this is going to be a pretty good game. Now, of course, Jarrell, I'm sure you saw the news yesterday. Michael Thomas is going to be out several weeks with a high ankle injury. So that does change things for New Orleans offense. He is a huge part of what they do, of course. So who are you going to roll with here? I'm going to stick with the guys uh, that know how to get it done, and that's the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I think that Sean Payton's going to have a phenomenal game plan. Uh, first and foremost, shout-out to my guy, Benny Fowler. I know he's going to get a lot more reps this week uh, with the injury to Michael Thomas. He's a former Spartan dog, so I always want to look out to my guys like that. Um, I think the, uh, for, I think the Saints are going to boast well, man, out, out there on the road. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, they can run the ball uh, the Raiders can run the ball well. They they proved that they did that against Carolina the, the opening week. Uh, but I just think that the Saints are going to have opportunities to be up as far as uh, scoring points. And, um, you know, when one man goes down, man, the Saints have proven that they have weapons uh, that we have no idea about. So I think they're going to be able to have an opportunity to win. Um, and win big, actually. So I'm gonna win. I'm gonna go with 34 to 20. I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. Almost identical scores. I know Michael Thomas is out, but this Saints offense can still produce, especially Emmanuel Sanders. That was a big signing. Of course, Alvin Kamara is still there. Jared Cook, and then defensively, New Orleans. 
Their defense is massively underrated. They have some dudes on that side of the ball that can control the line of scrimmage. Cam Jordan, as well as Marshawn Lattimore, who is one of the top corners in the league. So I'd like New Orleans to come through 34-23 over the Raiders. I just think at the end, New Orleans is just a little bit more seasoned to play on the big stage. The Raiders, though, will put up a fight. So there you have it. It's week two. Looking forward to another good slate of games, Jarrell. I'm just excited that there's NFL football. And you know what, Jarrell? It's a better day today because guess what? Big Ten football is returning. I know you're fired up for that as well. Man, uh, football is back. Uh, Big Ten football is back. Shout out to my Spartan dogs. Uh, hopefully we have an opportunity to make some noise this year. And I'm just looking forward to it, man. Um, you know, football is back and it's, and it's definitely what we need. Thanks again, man, for taking the time. I know you're a busy dude getting some stuff done. I appreciate it. And I look forward to watching some more football this weekend, man. So take care. God bless as always. Absolutely, bro. You stay safe out there, bro, and continue to do your thing. All right, man. Blessings. Yes, sir. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.